does it mean to be ready? How does our readiness affect the resilience of others? Today, we listen as Jesus teaches and tells stories in the temple. Make yourself comfortable. Take a few deep breaths and prepare yourself for the journey. We begin with verses from Jeremiah chapter 2. The word of the Lord came to me. Go and proclaim in the hearing of Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says. I remember the devotion of your youth, how as a bride you loved me and followed me through the wilderness, through a land not sown. Israel was holy to the Lord, the first fruits of his harvest. All who devoured her were held guilty, and disaster overtook them, declares the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord, you descendants of Jacob, all you clans of Israel. Jesus enters the temple courts and teaches anyone who will listen. He uses stories and parables, and he teaches with authority. Some leaders and elders take issue with his teaching. By what authority do you teach? Who gave you this authority? They accuse. Jesus answers their questions with more questions, outfoxing them every time. And then he tells more stories. A story about two sons who were treated equally. A story about land and tenancy and a violent response to their owner's son. A story about a banquet where many were invited but few were chosen. Each story makes the leaders angrier. They question him more and he responds again. And then he turns on them accusing them of placing heavy burdens on people while refusing to share the load, of hypocrisy and blindness, of acting like snakes. He tells his disciples their precious temple will be destroyed, torn down, and with it their old religion. And then he tells them a story about readiness. In Jesus' story, there are ten young women who are waiting for a wedding to begin. They each have a lamp. And five of them have brought plenty of oil to keep their lamps lit. Five of them are foolish and do not bring enough oil. Perhaps it's too much effort to carry the spare oil. Perhaps they're distracted or too busy. Anyway, they have no oil. And when the bridegroom is delayed, all ten of them fall asleep. At midnight, a cry goes up that the bridegroom has finally arrived. All ten jump up and prepare themselves to go and meet him. The five wise young women are ready to meet the bridegroom, their lamps lit. They have prepared and waited and have proved themselves resilient. The five foolish young women are running out of oil. Their lack of readiness is exposed and they ask their wise friends to help. But there's not enough oil for everyone and they set off to buy more. While they are searching for someone to sell them oil, the bridegroom arrives and the wedding begins and by the time they return the doors have been shut and they are not allowed to come in. Keep watch, Jesus tells his disciples, because you do not know the day or the hour. Stay alert, Jesus tells us now, so you can act when required. Be prepared to respond to the needs of others when disaster strikes. Followers of Jesus need to be able to take action in an emergency, 
particularly when those affected live in the poorest communities. The poor are more vulnerable to climate-related disaster, and across the globe, Tear Fund is partnering with local churches and projects to build resilience. Be ready, keep watch, stay alert. Across the world, Tear Fund is working with partners who are ready to respond to crisis. In Zimbabwe, the climate crisis has had a devastating impact on the urban population. Janita lives in Bulawayo. This is her story. So Janita lives in the second and largest city of Zimbabwe called Bulawayo. Uh, it has not been an easy journey for her in the year 2020 with no water in the pipes as she lives with her son. It meant that he had to be late for school, trying to look for water uh, to take a bath. Drinking water meant uh, standing in a water queue for an hour or so to get a little water, sometimes having to walk long distances to some neighboring uh, communities within the urban area where some trickle or dripple of water would come. Not easy at all. And the janitor is lucky to have survived from diseases that took the lives of um, some of the residents of Lawayo because of waterborne diseases. And uh, one of her prayers was that if God would give rains and that they would have a good harvest. Thankful to Tiffan partner, Zoe, who did provide uh, through uh, funding uh, from the uh, UK Start Fund. They provided solar-driven boreholes, and this meant that Janita at least was able to get water close to her place. And she was able to get uh, clean water and some of the problems and fears that she had lived with for the year went away. But again, I think we need to look at what we need to look like for the city of Lawayo in the next season, periods around October. It may not be as easy uh, to, to get water provided to the whole city. Yes, we are thankful that rains came and that I think we have received good rains. But good rains do not translate to good water piping system. I think just um, help us pray as the as city council, the residents and the government, as well as the church, look for solutions of how best they can ensure that clean water is provided to every resident in the city of Ulawayo. Jesus continues to teach with another story. This time, there is a man who goes on a journey and entrusts his servants with his wealth. To one, he gives five bags of gold. To another, two bags. And to the third, one bag of gold. The man who receives the five bags gets to work and manages to earn five more bags of gold. The man who receives two bags of gold gets to work and he gains two more. But the man who is given one bag of gold is afraid of his master and he buries his bag in the ground so as not to lose it. When the man returns, he settles his accounts. 
The first man brings his ten bags of gold. Well done, says his master. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. The second man brings his five bags of gold. Well done, says the master. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. When the third man comes to see his master, he brings his one bag of gold and a pile of excuses. The master has no time for this. He takes the one bag of gold and gives it to the man with the ten bags and he throws the worthless servant out into the darkness. Be ready. Keep watch. Stay alert. Be wise with what you have been given. Invest your talents. What talents has God given you to invest in the lives of others? Take a moment to ask him to show you how you can use them. Father, teach us how to be ready. Show us how to be expectant for your return. And as we wait for that great day, Lord, help us to be alert to the needs of others around us. We pray for the work of Zimbabwe orphans through extended hands. Would you prosper their work, Lord? We pray for Janita and her community. Thank you for the boreholes, the pumps, the storage tanks, the solar lights and the taps that have transformed their situation. We pray for good rains and full dams, for plentiful crops and healthy communities in Zimbabwe. In Jesus' name, Amen. As we finish our journey today, Consider how you can use the resources God has given you to support emergency relief work. There are a number of ways that you can support the work of Tear Fund directly. For example, a gift of £36 has the potential to provide abundant, clean, local water for three households. Tear Fund are doing work like this to help people all around the world. If you feel led to join us in helping people like Janita, you can do so simply by heading to tearfund.org forward slash donate where you will be able to give either a one-off donation or sign up to do so regularly. Tomorrow, our pilgrimage continues as we follow Jesus to a house in Bethany where an ally and an enemy meet. <laughs>